Hello everybody and welcome to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com. Or should I say welcome back because this is the first episode of the new year. I hope you guys had a great new year and an amazing holiday season. Thank you to everybody who listened to the show last year. We had a great first year of podcasting and I'm so excited for what we have planned for 2019. Christina and I recorded a long 2018 recap podcast. I'm still editing that one together so that should be out next week. In the meantime, I've got an exciting episode to kick off the new year featuring two very special guests, Jason Sheely, aka Dr. Nevermore, and Dennis Taylor, aka Crash Override. Jason and Dennis are the co-creators of Giant Manuary, a yearly photo project in which they encourage the toy photo community to take shots featuring Ant-Man throughout the month of January. Giant Manuary 2019 is happening now, so I thought this would be a great opportunity to get them both on the show to discuss it. So guys, welcome to the show. How are you both doing? Doing good. How are you, James? I'm doing great. That was Dennis and uh, Jason. How are you? Yeah, doing real good. Good. Thank you guys for joining me. I uh, have been wanting to get both of you on the show for quite a while now to do individual episodes. We're still working on scheduling those, so we should have you guys on the show later on in the year. But in the meantime, January is in full swing, so I wanted to talk to you guys about it. For, for people that may not be familiar with Jant Manuary and what, what that is, can you guys explain what the project is and outline kind of the, the guidelines and rules? Well, this is a t- yeah, the hard-hitting questions are first, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, really... January is maybe a celebration of Ant-Man, I think. It's <laughs> it's a toy photography challenge that Jason and I had come up with, and it, it focuses around a single character or a single group of characters, so to speak. And you take your toy, uh, or Ant-Man, Wasp, or Yellow Jacket, or whatever in that Ant-Man universe, and you put him in real-world situations. And so it, it forces you, what we found is it forces you to kind of think outside the, the normal photography realm, and you, you start seeing like everyday objects as things that you can interact with, with Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And Ant-Man just provides a special, unique opportunity, because he's in the comic books, it's he's small. So the toys that you buy are one-to-one scale with the Ant-Man universe at times. And so it's a really neat way to get you to think about a different way and see things in different perspectives mm-hmm. with toy yeah. photography. And with the popularity of the movie, you actually have a visual kind of to go off of too. Yeah, exactly. Let's go into like your history with the Ant-Man character. Were either of you familiar with him from the comics or were you introduced to him because of the movie? So I've been reading comics since... The early 80s, and I'm a big Avengers fan, so I'm very familiar with uh, Ant-Man and the, when it was Hank Pym and, you know, then later Scott Lang and everything. So, yeah, I've been reading and big fan of Ant-Man long before the movie and was very impressed that they could make Ant-Man into a popular <laughs> movie. So they did a pretty bang-up job with that, I thought. Yeah, Dennis, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, Jason has more history with Ant-Man than I do. He He's much more the, the comic book guy. I think I'm more what the normal popular culture would probably know of Ant-Man. Jason goes into a lot more deeper detail with the character than I probably would. I've never been like super into comic books. I'm familiar with the Ant-Man character, and I enjoy the the aspect of him you know, being able to shrink, and I the visual aspects of that are really sure, kind of sure. int- interesting to me. So that's why I think I'm drawn to the Ant-Man. Yeah, there's something just inherently cool about that ability, and especially for 
toy photographers, as you alluded to, it just it gives us a, a really fun perspective to, to look at the world through. Um, and yeah, what's really cool about an Ant-Man figure is no matter which size figure you get, he's technically one to one scale. Just, you know, he only shrunk down to the, the size of figure you have, you know, so it, it really gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah, oh, on, the, yeah, on the comic books, he actually does vary in size a little bit more than what you see in just the in the movie. So it, it really some people get hung up on wanting the tiniest figure or whatnot, but he really does have, no matter what size figure you get, you could really kind of play with it and, and mix that up in the real world and just, you know, all kinds of creative options out there rather than us always trying to make our toys look bigger than life. This gives us the opportunity to make them, you know, the same scale as our lives. Right. Yeah. And it's funny too, we've seen in the movies that he can grow as well. So that kind of has expanded the scope of what what this project can entail i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm no avanat or how, how do you say that <laughs> i can't really do yeah, that avanat. Yeah. avanat i'm not not that good um that's not really my style so i stick to the small stuff but i guess yeah we haven't really seen it have we jason the the growth factor yet uh well there's a few people that like to try to do the giant man stuff but i mean that kind of goes away from the one-to-one you know, scale that we're going for, but you know, we're pretty flexible. Yeah. I think that's what we're, I think I'm answering that question, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back. What originally inspired the project? You guys have been doing it for, what is this, the third or fourth year now? This is our fourth year. Awesome. Um, I'll, you know, Dennis might have more better memory than me, but I, re I remember it kind of being a, we just, you know, me and Dennis bounce ideas and joke about stuff and, and chat all the time. And I thought he kind of came up with the whole concept or whatever while we were joking around. And then I came up with the name. And I think once we kind of put the name on it, we just <laughs> kind of really got into it. But Dennis, what do you... <laughs> It's four years ago. I'm a little cloudy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little, little hazy. Um, I think that's about it. Like, what originally inspired us was, like, not being inspired and so we yeah. wanted something to kind of kickstart our creative drive yeah yeah that's right uh, yeah i mean me and you both we were both going through kind of a lull and you know i was early you know four years ago i was still trying to get my bearings on toy photography and everything else back then uh you know i think i've grown a fair amount since then but uh back then it was just an idea to you know get the creative juices going like uh, dennis said i yeah. We were just looking for something to, you know, get us going. I think at that time, we were just coming off of kind of that Inktober kick where both of us were kind of drawing yeah. every day. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. well, you know, it'd be kind of neat is to take that Inktober idea and yeah, apply it, it to toy photography. And so, I don't know, James, if you're familiar with Inktober, it's a bunch of artists get together and just kind of sketch and ink every day. It's just a challenge that they do for 31 days in October. Mm -hmm. They're drawing and posting something every day. And so we wanted to take that concept and bring it into the toy world just for us. It was just a personal challenge for us. And mm -hmm. um, I think when we started it, you know, two days after that, three days after that, like we saw a couple other photographers, Roger Cola, I believe, and Kevin M. Boots, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of jumped yep. on that bandwagon. I'm like, wow, maybe we're onto something here. And so, you know, at the end of that month, by the time we were done, like there were several people that really kind of jumped yeah, on yeah. and had some fun with it. And so that's, I think, when we started the Jam January account was just after that first year. Oh, yeah. Well, if you remember about 
two weeks into it, we decided to make give prizes, and that's when you did the customs for the ah, shoot. What was the name of them? Meowia Hill, and that was we did like the yeah. Marvel animal hybrids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nick Fury or Hurry or Nick Fury. Or what we call right. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did we name the Hulk? I can't remember that one. I think it was just Chulk. It was a yeah, green Chalk, Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah Chihuahua head Hulk. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and looking now at the uh, Jet Manuary hashtag, there have been over 2,000 posts just on the general hashtag. A thousand of those posts for, for, for Jet Manuary 2018. And this year, you guys have already, at the time we're recording this, which is uh, just a couple days into January, there are over 100 posts. So, so once the community did start seeing this, people really did jump on the bandwagon. What what was that like for you guys to see other people to really like grab hold of this project and join in with you? <laughs> was, I mean, it was it was kind of neat. Um, both Jason and I going into this year, we really weren't sure what to expect, but we're really kind of surprised at, at the responses. It's it's grown a little bit. We had kind of a niche community the first couple of years, but this year it's kind of really taken off, and I think it's. Just looking at the numbers, we I, I tend to try and calculate and tally the photos every day or else you're going to get way behind. So, <laughs> you know, I just tallied, you know, the first two days this year, I think we've almost doubled what we've done the last two years wow. in the first two days. So it's like we're in the mid-20s the first couple of years. This year we're in the mid-40s. And so it's really neat to see, you know, people are kind of jumping on this challenge. And I think it's healthy, you know, even if you don't do it every day, it, it forces you to look at things in a different light. And right. so you're not stuck in this uh, picture of a uh, maybe just I don't know some warrior getting ready for battle. It's you're 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 forcing yourself to almost tell a story with your picture because you've you're looking at things completely different. Yeah, I just yeah, cool. I know that just for me personally, and I shoot a lot just in my studio, and, and I end up like creating dioramas or using backgrounds or anything like that. And yeah, this project really forces me to to say, okay, let's just stick Ant Man in front of something in real life and and take a totally different photo than i normally would take so it is fun to uh to kind of break out of out of your shell a little bit for a project like this and um i think as you guys mentioned with the inktober thing and and definitely we've seen with jam manuary just having that kind of prompt i think really helps just kind of open your mind and make you think of things in a different way yeah Yeah. and and i think for photographers it's almost a little bit more challenging in terms of like artists, you know, you sit down and sketch and you draw something with a pen and you post it. But with photographers, you need that light or you need something, you you, you need light, I guess is what I'm saying. And so <laughs> that yeah. you don't always have that good light. And so you're, you're learning new tricks and you're learning new lighting techniques. Like you said, James, in your studio, you're in your studio, you've got optimal light. Well, out in the day, you don't have that optimal light. So you learn to adapt to the situations that you see on a daily basis. So that's also a really neat aspect in terms of photography is it's forcing you to kind of look at light a different way and to read light and monitor light in your cameras in a lot different you know, aspects yeah. for sure. I also think there's a lot that brings to the table for a more novice photographer as well, because a lot of people just will take their figure to work or take them out to eat. And, you know, and uh, we're actually going to have a few like daily challenges to maybe invite people to do stuff like that. And, you know, we got a, a wiki toy box, uh, uh, key out in San Francisco there that she's going to donate some of her little, little sheets. I think she call it little shits. I'm not really shites, sure. How she, I think, yeah. shites, is it? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Key. 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're going to do some little themes as well uh, to just get people give people ideas, you know, take it to work, take it out to eat with you, you know, something like that. We're going to have a few ideas. I think we're going to do a sports one, too, that Key came up with that idea, the, you know, take a picture of your Ant-Man figure with uh, some sort of a sports type thing, you hmm. know, balls, pool table, something like that, or whatever, kind of some ideas there for you know, for people to have some fun with. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Let, let's talk about a little bit about how the project has kind of evolved over the last couple of years. And yeah, this year you guys are trying a couple different things. How, how has it changed over the years and, and what's in store for, for this year? I think like most stuff you kind of learn as you go, at least that's what we're kind of doing. And so a lot of people that do it don't really do it for the prizes or anything like that. They're doing it more for like the personal challenge and they enjoy kind of this, this camaraderie around a single element in photography for the month and it, so it it strengthens the bond in the community but in terms of the prizes i think we jason and i are very conscious about you know rewarding people that are a little bit more active in the community than than others and so we we try to front load the competition i guess to those that participate more so we're, we're encouraging you to get out there and shoot ant-man every day and mm-hmm. so the last you know couple of years we did you know your first entry gets you uh, an entry into the hat uh, to the drawing and so well we didn't go over that but if we you want me to i can how those rules work um for those that don't know you you take x amount of shots and those shots depending on how many shots you get you get one name in a hat or two names in a hat etc and the first couple of years it was the first shot gets your name in a hat and our our theory behind that was even if you hit it at the last day you still get a chance to kind of have some fun and maybe win a prize who knows but what we found is just that we want to stack the deck a little bit more to encourage per- participation through the month. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not really a sprint. It's more of kind of a marathon. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of how we restructured the rules this year is to front load them and kind of get them a little bit more. Yeah, the more uh, pictures they take, the better chance they're going to have the, to win something, you know. And uh, we just like to have people, uh, you know, we, we call it a challenge because that's what, you know, that's what it is and to get out there and, and not do it once or twice. But, you know, we're hoping people can do it 31 days, but if not 31 days, you know, 15, 20 days or something like that. And we just want to give people that really take on the challenge, the best opportunity to win. So that's one of the things, but the, one of the other really exciting things I think is the introduction of a, like hot wheels style, 164 scale cars that, Dennis came up with after watching Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that could be really cool. I haven't actually got out and shot mine yet, but, um, you know, that's something I definitely want to get out and, and play with too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that Hot Wheels thing. What's the idea behind that? For, for, well, for me, it makes it, uh, and January substantially more accessible to anyone. I know you, you are some of the Lego guys, just shoot solely Lego. And prior to Ant-Man and the Wasp, that little Ant-Man Lego, he was hard to come by. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and as you go through the month, like you kind of get tired of Ant-Man. It, as we said, it, it's, it's a marathon. And so you start maybe running out of ideas. And so, you know, you can go to Walmart and buy, buy a car for a dollar. And so it, it really opens up that a little bit more creativity. And you may even see something in a completely different way that you may not see Ant-Man. So, yeah. You know, I think accessibility is exciting. And Jason, 
you might have some more yeah. ideas, but I think accessibility well, was. Well, I was just going to say, where you know, kind of touch on where the idea came from. If anybody didn't see Ant Man and the Wasp, there's a scene where uh, Hank Pym, or played by Michael Douglas, opens up a Hot Wheels case of cars that he carries around, and when he needs a car, he puts it on the ground and he enlarges it to a regular size car or, you know, or they get in it and then they all shrink down to the size of a hot wheel and drive through the streets, you know, zooming around or whatever. So the thought once again is to put your hot wheel, even though it's a tiny little car, you know, actually in one to one, you know, scale with life to, you know, just kind of show the Ant-Man zipping down the road in a tiny little car or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. With one caveat, we don't want you laying in the road taking a picture. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, be safe yeah, out yeah. there, everybody. Yeah, yeah, there's a liability <laughs> issue towards the toy photographer's <laughs> website. It's not responsible for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, put a little disclaimer at the, at the bottom of the post, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had a few people posting a little bit dangerous thoughts or ideas out there. I had to do a disclaimer already. <laughs> so for you guys personally, what, what goes into hosting and managing a project like this? Uh, Dennis, you kind of alluded to the fact that you guys are getting tagged like crazy and have to look at all these photos each day. And, and I'm sure that's fun, but you know, what, what kind of goes on behind the scenes for, for you guys personally throughout the month? Dennis is the hoss on that stuff. He, he has a spreadsheet and he goes in and, uh, and uh, keeps track of that. And this year we came up with a better, little better way that we don't like the posts on the Jant Manuary account. I, or I don't like them, or I try not to like them, and if I do, I unlike them. So if anybody sees their picture get liked and unliked, it's because I accidentally liked it before Crash, <laughs> you know, Dennis got on there <laughs> and uh, got a chance to actually log in their their entry and everything. Dennis puts a ton of work into it. He keeps track of all that stuff. I really appreciate that that he really takes the bull by the horns on that stuff. So Yeah, I think that's kind of how it works. Jason does a lot of the interacting and the reposting and the, the featuring and I do kind of some of the the more bookkeeping aspect of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and as you said, like, you know, liking the post. So that's kind of how we know we we tallied the posts is on the Jant Manuary account if we tap that double tap and like it that's you know that it's counted so with instagram and and its quirky algorithms and its quirky quirks it's been a challenge this year we've already seen some photos outside of the tag that had the tag on them we go into the tag and we can't even see that photo and so Hmm. we're we're kind of doing a have a little backup plan where people are kind of tagging us which we truly appreciate and so what i do is i just go into the tag i tally all those photos and then I go into all the photos that are tagged that have tagged us in, in like the comment section and uh, just make sure that we've gotten everything. So we're, we're really careful to kind of tally everyone's votes and then the spreadsheet kind of does it all from there. And then uh, Jason is the one that kind of prints them out and does some cutting. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a group effort for sure. We, we share the burden. Yeah. And this year we're going to do uh, gift cards to try to get a, uh you know, more of an international flavor and make sure that we can get the prizes out to everybody. But in the past, you know, Crash has done some really awesome uh, customs for us that, uh, you know, last year he really outdid himself with some awesome stuff. But he's quite a bit more busy this year and he's doing a lot more stuff. So we kind of decided that uh, gift cards would be a good option. And like I said, it'll 
it makes it easy to get people they can get what they want and you know we'll, we might be doing amazon or something like that but when we get closer to the end um, we'll probably figure out what the best uh, way to go with the gift cards are awesome and then if people want to follow along you guys have that uh you have your personal accounts, and then, as you mentioned, the uh, Instagram account. It's just at Jantmanuary, right? Yeah, at Jantmanuary is the the account where we, we do some featuring, and we post all the rules, and we try to keep people up with, uh, you know, if we're going to do our special daily challenges, you know, like uh, taking Ant Man to work or something like that, where we're going to maybe do some separate um, special prizes, you know, then our personal accounts, you know, we just, uh, try to support the, the main account. Yeah. We'll do a lot of reposting, especially if we, we post a new challenge or, you know, we post some prompts, like we, we try to give some prompts throughout the, the month and leading up to the month. So we definitely interact with the January account on our own accounts as well. Yeah. And I love that on that account, you guys have been posting, you know, Q and A's and the rules and all that stuff. So it, it is very clear uh, if people want to participate. So um, thank you both for, for keeping up with that and making it easy for people because it is a fun project. And it's so, I, I look forward to it once we get to the, like the end of the year and I, I get these photo ideas in my head, I think, Oh no, I got to wait until <laughs> January to start <laughs> posting these, you know? Yeah. yeah that, that's that's yeah, you kind of like save up and kind of keep uh, keep like a little notebook of ideas and stuff. Right. So notebook, I just take the pictures in advance. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you take a buffer. Yeah, well, that, that too, that too. Probably I cheating think. a little bit. It's more, yeah, definitely got to shoot in the moment, but it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of a buffer going into going out of oh, December. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get people over to that account and start following and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is a the people that are are here definitely a are a good community. They're, they're a good bunch of people that communicate and it, it really is a, a time where it's, it's neat to see everybody get together and start talking and, and interacting you with accounts that you don't even normally interact with, but you, it Ant-Man kind of brings them all together. So mm-hmm. yeah, and there's quite a few accounts that just will take toy photographies during um, Champ Manuary. I found too, that yeah. aren't necessarily as active. And then Champ Manuary comes around and all of a sudden they're, they're having a lot of fun and there are definitely some accounts out there that are just kind of Ant-Man fans for sure. Not really toy photographers, but when Jim January comes around, we bring them into that toy photography realm. So <laughs> yeah, they come out of the woodwork. <laughs> it is. It's neat to see yeah. the ants. It's like, yeah, like ants they're ants. The right. <laughs> <laughs> like ants do a picnic, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing how this project continues to grow and evolve. Is it something that you guys want to continue doing in the future? Personally, I am. I I really enjoy it. I've acquired way too many Ant-Man figures at this point. (laughs) I've got every size and shape. And um, the only thing I haven't, I haven't went to the 12-inch hot toy yet because I didn't really think it would feed this project as, as well, even though I wouldn't mind having such a figure. But, you know, me and Crash did both invest in the smaller Hot Toys figure that we really liked. But that uh, Disney store, if anybody has a Disney store near them, there's a a really cheap, like, $7 pack that has some really cool-sized Ant-Man figures, Wasp figures in there that, you know, are really fun. And they're actually pretty well sculpted, don't you think? Crash? Oh, yeah. There's a couple from the Disney store, that pack. And then I also picked up their what they call the toy box line, which I'm really impressed yeah. with. And both of those packs were under $10. And, and if you're smart enough, you can really get some good deals on Ant-Man. If you 
there's a, even like a a game out there that has game pieces and you could just cut the ant-man off the game piece so if you ebay that you can get them <laughs> for under five dollars so yeah the hero um, hero clicks line. yeah and so that's kind of what what i've done is you have a couple different sizes of ant-mans and it it just opens up a whole other world. You, it, it's it's crazy how just one little figure can give you so much more imagination, I guess. Because a, a tiny Ant-Man next to a bottle is one thing, but then a bigger Ant-Man lifting a bottle is a whole other different shot. Right. So you can kind of definitely play with the scale. And it, a different Ant-Man gives you a completely different view of the world. Yeah, and because of the new movie, too, we've got all these Wasp figures. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I just posted Wasp shot tonight, and uh, last night, rather, and then I posted one leading up to the event, too. I really love the little Wasp figure because she, I mean, essentially, with Ant-Man, he only flies if you have him on his Ant Antony, and there's, you know, there's a bunch of, there are some figures with that out there, but one of the cool things about the Wasp is she flies, so you can you know, use your little techniques and tricks to get her in the air and uh, scale her one-to-one with, uh, you know, with the life around us. That's always, you know, people love to make their figures fly, and, you know, so that's always fun. Yeah, yeah, I just love the new uh, Marvel Legends uh, Wasp figure that came out around the, around the time that the movie did. It's just such a great figure, and like you said, so fun to just suspend her on wires or put her in situations and have her flying around. So it does increase the uh, versatility of the of the project and the ideas that you can come up with for sure absolutely yeah i saw your post on that james uh yeah it's a really good sculpt a really fun really fun figure yeah that that new marvel legends figure that you're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> thank you again for, for okay. coming onto the show and like i said i'd love to have you both on for individual interviews whenever you know whenever schedules allow or, or you guys have another project you want to talk about or anything like that um, I'd love to have you both on again. Sure. Absolutely. Up. Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and daily articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also ask that you please leave us a five-star review. That'll help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org. And finally, you can reach out to us with comments, concerns, recommendations, etc. at toyphotographypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week.